thanks for tuning in to another episode of Being Trans. Probably should have gotten a little more prepared. I have something delicious to drink. Um, <laughs> I treated myself today. Um, what I wanted to talk about today was some up-and-coming exciting changes, not only for um, myself, but for the podcast and for some of my other projects. And so it's time to give you an update. As you may or may not know, I am an author. Um, and I've done a really slack job of finishing off a couple of books. I had a goal at the start of this year to be ready to publish a book, but I got involved in far too many things at the same time. And one of the things that I was always warned growing up, don't have too many irons in the fire because you're going to screw something up. And I did. I had far too many irons in the fire. I had my personal blog, which suffered greatly. I had um, a little bit of common sense activism because yeah, I don't do activism in any normal way like I'm not I'm not going to be your poster child who's going to be running around with a flag and saying, what do I want? Eh. When do I want it? Eh. And um, I focused a lot on my children, which I normally do on their weeks. And everything suffers outside of that week they're with me. Because, if, like I've said in the past, I have a week-on, week-off basis with the ex-partner, which works wonders for the children. They, they get to see us both. They get to see how we respond to different things and how our lifestyles are different, which in some ways is really good. In other ways, it can be quite um, difficult to navigate with the other parent. But that's life. We have we make these changes and these challenges for our children. Now, I have about eight books that are currently work being worked on. Unfortunately, they kind of got a little bit here and a little bit there, and not enough really to, um, not enough really to say this is the greatest thing since sliced bread because it it just wasn't. I could not really get into it this year, and I kind of lost the writing bug, and that also was evident with the. Um, with the blog as well. I just felt that the blog was missing some changes that I wanted to do to it. And it wasn't going the way I wanted to. Then I discovered podcasts. And this was another iron I put in the fire. So you can already see that having eight separate books going, a blog, a podcast, trying, I, I'm trying to understand other social media app uh, platforms, but that is also in the fire and not working very well. Um, trying to date, which, yeah, that didn't go very well either. Um, trying to get out more because I am an introvert. I, 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 I'm a homebody. And trying to force myself to get out has really been a struggle. Focusing on my kids 
and their after-school sports, which is a lot. Dealing with an ex-partner, trying to get all these irons in this one fire at the same time is actually quite difficult to navigate. So last night I was sitting at my desk working on an idea because I, I just, I started feeling like I was overwhelmed and I was drowning. And so I decided that what do I need to do? I need to scale back some things and I need to change my approach on some things. I've been really, really enjoying doing these podcasts. I'm still doing a lot of research on the side. I'm still trying to find out exactly how to make this podcast unique as well as informative. And how do I do that? How am I going to go about focusing myself a little bit differently? Because what was happening is I was doing so many things and accomplishing nothing. And that's really not a great way to do in life. Not a great way to be, not do. Because you weren't really doing. You're just sort of existing in that space while trying to solve a problem. And it doesn't work. So I got, I got to thinking last night. The podcast is named Being Trans. Because I'm no longer talking just about me. I want to talk about subjects that are important to me that I might find important to others. Or others might find that the subjects that I'm bringing out are important. And I wanted to also spin it in such a way that we stop focusing on so many negatives. I have a whole bunch of friends who are on my Facebook, and I, re I do respect all these women. And they do um, put out some really good information out there for people to read. But the problem is, there's a lot of them, and I do mean a lot of them, probably about 80 to 90% of them are negative. And they're about the negativity of being trans. Yes, I agree. There are some cold, hard facts out there. There are a lot of things doctors never told us. There are a lot of things therapists never told us. That when we step out of the shadows. And half of that is because they don't experience it. They might hear about it. They might... Um, deal with patients around it, but they don't really experience it. And that's that's also something like if you're trying to understand, if you've ever lost a child, you can't really understand what it feels like unless you did lose that child. It, you know, and I, I've described in the past what it's like, and it's a horrific feeling. And it does a lot of damage to... Um, to a relationship. And you can tell that to a doc, a therapist all you want, but that therapist can never really understand unless they've lost a child. Well, the same thing as being trans. They can tell you ways to, or get you to see the ways to solve some of your problems. Mind you, I did say you have to solve them, not the therapist. And it's your choice whether or not you act upon that. But the therapist really doesn't know what it feels like to have that issue. 
Neither does a doctor, unless the doctor's walked a million miles in your shoes. And lucky for, for us, there are those of us like myself who speak to doctors and are willing to talk to doctors and nurses about being trans and the positive sides as well as the negative, because that in itself can be a difficult thing for some trans, some in the trans community to actually talk about what it's like, to actually say, hey, since taking hormones, X, Y, Z have all changed, and I don't know how to deal with it. And that can be very difficult. So some of the some of my ideas of the podcast was to bring this out, not only for um, follow-ups for the doctors I talk to, but follow-ups for others that I bump into as well. And for those who are new to meeting me. Um, I wanted people to see that, yes, we have the same struggles as every single person out there. We have the the same lifestyles. We There are introverts of us. There's extroverts. There's look-at-me type fish, and there are the shy fish. And there's the ones that bounce between the two. I am a shy person, believe it or not. I really have a struggle when it comes to meeting new people right off the bat. But I work very, very hard at stepping outside my comfort zone to do that. Um, and I, th I owe a lot of it to um, computer games because without it, I I really wouldn't step out of my, sh my shadow. I would just go, okay, yep, shut the door, read a book. And I'd be happy with that. Um, like, some people go, oh, well, you know, are you going to look for a new partner? Well, in, I really am not that interested. I, You know, I kind of am one of these people that I, I like baseball. I love baseball. And you, you got three strikes. You know, strike one, hmm, got to really watch that ball. Strike two, oh, crap. Strike three, I'm going to, I'm freaking out. And that's the kind of way I looked at relationships. I've had three interesting relationships. They've all had their pluses and they've all had their minuses. So as I walk away from those experiences, I needed to be able to look at life and and learn from it. And that's what I did. Same with my, my podcast. Same with my blog. You know, the blog has been going for four years. We're headed towards the fifth year of the blog, and I, while I do enjoy every reader, reader, and I do thank every person that continually sends me emails. Oh, I am so blessed by your emails. Thank you so much for everything you've done. I just am at the point where I think I'm just going to let it sit there. I'll keep paying for the domain. I'm going to let it sit there. Um, just simply because there is so much information on it. I don't want to lose it. There's so many uh, posts over the years that I have posted that I, I, I think it's it's okay to leave um, alinasjourney.com and just say that was, that was a lesson learned, it, and because it was. Um, I'm going to be, you know, I also have another um, 
venture that I'm kind of scaling back quite a bit on because, like I said, I just ended up not being able to complete one thing. And that was a real hard, hard um, experience to go down. The uh, next thing I kind of going to do is I am just going to focus solely on the podcast and the pod and the content in the podcast. But starting next year, probably in February, we'll be releasing a website from the podcast. Um, and what that will entail is we'll tell you about what show we've just had, what show we've got coming up. And the topics we'll be addressing. It'll take a little bit more of um, focus towards the podcast. It will take a bit more time to um, do research. Um, unlike Joe Rogan, I don't have a, a staff to do my research for me. And then I don't have time to try and get guests in and stuff like that. But I will do my own research. We'll still look at the, the topics. I, I want to go in a more positive spin. I want to look at how we can not only make the opportunity of being trans a more holistic approach, not only for ourselves, but for those around us. I want to approach the future of the podcast and the, and the website to... Lifting our game. We have too many people out there, I think, in the in the trans community who do walk around with that sign saying, what do we want? Eh, what do we want it now? And I'm not, I'm not really one of those people. And I think that that really doesn't focus on the good things. Like, how many people out there actually understand that when you have someone like a trans person telling you that they're trans... That they are 100% honest with you. They're not hiding anything about themselves. This is the most honest thing you can ever find about someone. When they bare their soul and they say, I have never felt right in my own skin. How many people understand that? And how many people can grasp that topic and bring it out for everyone to hear? A lot of the people I know aren't really willing to talk about it because it is such a personal journey. It is such a hard road that we have all taken to get to this point where we exist. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this. I'm still learning how to do these podcasts to the best of my ability and make them sound interesting. But I think that if you bear with the changes that are coming, this next year is going to be very exciting. Uh, we're going to have we're in the process of designing a new logo, the new website, uh, and the content and how and where it's going to lead us to. I hope that these changes will allow us to expand on a future. That is bright. I have also decided that, you know, I'm, I'm not allowed to sell my book in any other form. 
But they don't allow... They did say I could give it away at any time, so there's no issues about that. What I might do is if you... There's going to be some changes to Patreon. And there's going to be a top-tier reward that's coming for those that are willing to do it. And I will appreciate your assistance. And if you're interested, I'll appreciate your uh, sponsoring this fantastic idea. Because I don't believe in giving you something for... Or asking you for something and giving you nothing. So... I would appreciate it if you took the time, stop by patreon.com forward slash bean underscore trans. Now, if you're really not sure what underscore is, it's the shift minus key. That'll give you an underscore. I think that we can, I'm going to, I think the changes that I am bringing and the ability to refocus some of the context that's coming over from my Alina's journey to, to the new site will be very helpful. We're going to also try and, um, for lack of a better word, give you resources. In fact, that's what we need. A change in the word from evidence to resources. See? Amazing how things come up when you talk things out. And using those that ability to give you the resources <laughs> so that you can research yourself what I've researched. Where I have gone to look at what it is about being trans. There's a lot out there. Some of it's good, some of it's bad, and some of it is just propaganda. And propaganda comes from both sides, the trans community and the cisgender community. And some of it even comes from allies. We have to be careful that when we're looking at these resources to really dig deep down inside of them. Look at where they came from. Do a secondary search and see whether or not you can find a corresponding research that goes with that research. So that they're walking in parallel. Just like the discovery of the brain structure was done in 1998, I believe, where they first discovered the, the issue existing that there is a difference in the structure of the brain. Um, and that cis people and trans people's brains are completely different. So a cis male to a transgender female, their brains are totally different. But the cis female to the trans female, the brain structure is the same. And this has also been, and I and I've I enjoyed reading that study. And then when I found the study that was about MRIs showing the same same information, I was really excited about it and how in some of the European countries, they're looking and implementing that to help diagnose whether or not a child is actually trans. How many people out there actually know this? 
And this is this is some of the information we need to get out there. And it's also the way we combat people like Mike Pence, the the Age newspaper here in Australia, Donald Trump, so many of these hate-filled people. You have to have the resources and you have to have the knowledge to back it up. It's just like when we look at anti-vaxxers. Yeah, unfortunately, there are a few people out there who have had reactions to them, but the majority of people don't. And as a pool, we need to keep vaccine. Well, yeah, I'm sure there are some people out there who have said they're trans just to get on the trans bus, and I'm sure there are some parents out there who have said, my kid's trans just to get on the trans bus. But it usually fizzles out. It usually goes away within 12 months, and people ignore it. The real ones exist day in, day out, and have a real struggle with life. I also want to put on there, and I think it needs to be on there, a ongoing link to pay respect to those that have passed away or have lost their lives for being trans, I should say. No one, you know, passing away happens. That's part of a news thing. We all are born and we're all going to die. But the ones that have died without their own hands, we need to we need to say we're sorry, and we need to say more should have been done to protect you. I'm not sure whether or not I want to create a ticker that people can send in names um, of those that have also passed away. But I, I'm, I'm still at that stage of trying to decide how we go about that. Because I think we need to, we really need to have an understanding, not only in real time, of the loss of life in the trans community. But we also need to be able, at the same time, to celebrate the successes. I count as success every time somebody opens the door for me. Let's me get on the bus before them. Um, correctly genders me. Um, doesn't attack me. I feel that that's a win. And I feel that's a win for every single trans person out there. It's not just me. And I think that's also something we need to look at. That every time we have somebody um, that supposedly speaks for the trans community... It's a beacon on all the trans community. And if we're going to allow these people to put their faces out there, then we need to make sure that we are putting a positive face out there as well. And what I mean is I am still adamantly pissed off about Caitlyn Jenner. I think that there is... A horrible, horrible issue there. A person was killed because she could not drive. She got away with it because of how much money she makes and how much 
influence she has. Then she won Woman of the Year Award where a young girl who survived being shot in the face for only wanting to go to school was surviving and uplifting so many others. You see, as we look at the trans community, we're getting blamed for what Caitlyn did and what Caitlyn does. I see it all the time. Caitlyn's now detransitioning. No, she's not. Okay? But she's still a horrible person for, for not taking ownership of her actions. She should have said, no, I am not the woman of the year. That little girl is the woman of the year. She should have, you know, it's like if somebody wouldn't put me up for woman of the year right now, I'd be like, piss off. See that girl on that boat that just told half the world that we're fucking up? She's the woman of the year. She's the woman of the year because she is doing far more than I have done. She's inspired me to stop driving and actually go to public transport, which something 10 years ago, five years ago, a year ago, I would have told you just go fly a kite because it wasn't something I was willing to do. But then this little girl gets up and tells the world that we are at fault for destroying her future. And I that really hit home with me. And it's changed my view. We need to start looking at these positive things in the trans community as well. What have we done to lift where we stand? What have we done to make others look at us and say, you know, trans people aren't a bunch of whiny-ass bitches. And I want to do that through this new site that I am creating. Not only will it work with being trans, but it's also going to work on its own. So if you don't listen to my podcast, if you don't come on and take 30 minutes out of your day to listen to a quick uh, half-hour shot of this, or come back and get the second shot of it, so a part two, I just want to make sure that people understand that we are just the same as everybody else. There are good trans people and there are bad trans people. There are those of us who sound like me and there are those of us who sound like Mia. Oh my gosh, that girl's got a gorgeous voice. Um, and she's got that husky voice that's just right. Oh, fan me. Um, <laughs> but what we're going to do is we're going to take a break I want y'all to go grab a drink, come back, and let's talk a little bit about what we can do to create positive change for the trans community and have the people that are not in the trans community but allies or people curious to look at us and say, doggone it, we are okay. Or actually they're doing stuff maybe I should do. So take a break, come on back, and we'll talk again. Break. 
Did you know that creating content is kind of a full-time job? Deciding on what you're going to be talking about, the subject material, the ideas, the effort that goes into creating a podcast. I wasn't prepared for it when I started this. But as I've gotten further and further into creating content, I have been finding myself in the need of spending more time and research and more time in different uh, takes for a podcast. I don't get paid for this. I do. I was going to do um, advertising, but when I looked into it, I wasn't going to be able to get my money out of it. So people that would click or listen to a sponsored segment, um, the money wasn't going to come to me. It was going to go to someone else. It was just going to sit there and I could never collect it because they can't, they don't have a way to bring that money to Australia, which to me seems a little ridiculous. PayPal can do amazing jobs. Um, and they could have linked it to PayPal, but they linked it to another group, which that other group doesn't work with Australia. And it's horrible. I even looked into other um, streaming sites to do my podcast through. But when it came to it, I was shelling out more money and not bringing in money. So that wasn't really going to help the podcast. So I've gone and done patreon.com. So that's www.patreon.com forward slash being underscore trans. There is a link that is in the description of today's episode. Please take the time. Come on over. For as low as $3 a day, you can help sponsor this. And it'll help me keep the lights on and the show running. Once again, thank you. And as we're coming to the holidays, take good care of yourself. Hey, thanks for coming back. As we were talking a little bit earlier, was the exciting news that some things are taking place, some changes are happening, and I am excited about the future. One of the next steps in this future is that I really, like I said, I really want to give people some ideas on not only what to do, how to do, but how to lift where we stand to give people the positive image of the trans community instead of the negative one, which the media really is really pounding hard, which is also followed by the governments. You look at South Carolina. Oh my gosh, what a dumb and stupid, stupid attack on the trans community. But why does this why does this happen? It's because the media has pointed the gun of the government towards us. And the government doesn't always do what's best for the community. They don't always make the right choices. In fact, the media never does when it's given the opportunity these days. 
They have their agendas. Their agendas are more of an agenda than the agenda of the LGBT community or even the agenda of good people around the world. So I've come up with this idea that I want to put on the blog for the, for the, well, I should say the website for being trans. And what it is, is I want people to be able to click on it and take an idea and actually do something with that idea. When the when I first stepped out of my shadow, the one thing I did while everything was changing at that first initial year um, due to the hormones, I took the time and I went out and gave service. I went to a low, I, I got the opportunity to deliver bread to those less fortunate than myself. My kids go to a Catholic school, not because we're Catholic, but because it was the best education for my kids. And it's a multicultural environment there. And there are some families that do it hard, just like we do. Um, so don't always think that private schools are filled with those that are rich. A lot of times there's people just trying to give their kids the best future possible. And that's where I'm at. I wanted my kids to have the best future possible. I am secondary to my children. And I also donated some bread there so that they had a supply of bread every Monday to give to families who were doing it hard. We went door knocking in neighborhoods that were not the best of neighborhoods, but you knew just by the look of the families and and uh, who was doing it hard. You also, if you asked, you could say, hey, you know, I've got some bread, and I would you like some bread for you and your family? And a lot of times people take that, especially when they're doing it hard. And right now in Australia – there are a lot of people who are doing it hard. And that loaf of bread, while to you or to anybody, is as low as $1.50 for a loaf, this is high-quality bread. It had seeds. It had, it had everything in it that needed to make that bread better for the person to eat. So that's like a $4 loaf of bread that I was giving these people. I was giving them two or three so they could put some in the freezer and make it through a week or make it through two weeks to, to lift where they stood and be able to provide for their kids better. I did this for a whole year, more, more than 52 times because I was also invited to pick up where another bakery would not be able to get someone in. And it was quite the blessing. I walked away from there thinking to myself, how fortunate, how blessed I was to be doing this at a time when my life was not the greatest. I was even more blessed to be doing it with my children. We bonded as a family in lifting where we stood to helping others. It's a memory that all four of us will cherish forever. We met a lot of people along the way. Some people very grateful. 
Others just took the bread and said nothing. But the difference is, is when I showed up at the door with some bread, they had to face a trans woman. They had to face me. I don't change for others. I am here for me. I'm not going to sit there and put on an air, put boots and a fluffy shirt on and, you know, a heavy shirt on and, and, and Levi's and talk in my man voice so you can hear what I'm talking about. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be me. And you're going to have to face me as a trans woman. Because it hurts to hide the boobs. It really does. Um... And, it, and it's not necessarily a, a physical pain. But when you give that opportunity to helping someone lift and move forward in their life, it, it is there. So I would encourage you. Here's just a simple idea for today. Get out and do something in your community that makes you visible. You don't have to go and be controversial either. You can do a simple act of kindness. Let's say there's an elderly woman who has um, a lawn that needs to be trimmed up. Okay, yeah, you might not think that's the most glorious thing to do as a woman. Or even as a trans woman. But get off your ass. Mow that lawn. Because she's going to see you and she's going to say thank you. Even if she doesn't see you, others might. Don't, don't be afraid to do something that others are not willing to do. Don't be afraid to take that step forward into an unknown environment. Join the human library. Talk to a bakery. See if they'll be willing to let you do a bread run. Volunteer at your community center. These are all things we can do. These are all things we can do. We can lift where we stand. We can do things that others are not willing to do. It's all up to you. Stop being the person that's running around with the sign saying, what do we want? Eh. When are we going to get it? Eh. And why do we want it? Eh. Start being the person that shows the example that you are a good human being. Then let that example shine. Because I'll tell you what. One good deed gives so much more noise than someone sitting on the street corner with a sign screaming, I want my rights, I want this, and I want that. Because if you don't have the rights you want, doing good deeds, people are going to start looking at you and going, why can't you do that? You go, I'm not allowed to. And then they join you. And then others join you because you 
are a shining example. If you mowed that lawn, somebody's going to see it. The woman who is, you know, obviously elderly, you know, she may be 80, but she'll say, you know, that lovely lady across the road comes over and mows her lawn. And let's say she has a kid who's a bit of an ass. All right. And he says, Grams, that's a tranny. Or Grams, that's a shemale. Or Gram, that's a dude. It isn't a girl. And Grams will say, you know what? I don't care who she is. She's a lovely person for mowing my lawns and never asking for anything. Then the guy starts to look at it and go, well, huh, maybe I should have done it too. Yeah. And maybe he gets off his ass and starts mowing his grams lawn. Maybe he starts to do things because he doesn't want to be showed up by a trans woman. But at the same time, he found a new sense of respect for you. It's not like he's going to come burn your house down because you took the time to mow his grandmother's lawn. Not going to burn your house down because you took the time and gave his family some bread. I'm not asking you to spend money on this. I'm asking you to do things that wouldn't cost you money. But will still give you a positive impact. These are choices. They're difficult to do. But I promise you this. When you start looking at others who have less than you and start working with others who have less than you and start giving to those who have less than you, your problems will lessen. It always seems to be one of the silliest ideas when you hear it, but when you experience it and you are able to do work with it, you'll be surprised of how much it will not only change you, but change those around you. I really was very blessed to be able to deliver that loaf of loaves of bread that full year. I was so blessed I had a friend who got me hooked into it. Yeah, I don't have a vehicle anymore. I made the conscious choice not to. But if I was going to have another vehicle again, I'd be talking to the bakeries and do and starting up again because I really benefited more than the people I gave the bread to. It's all about lifting where we stand. It's all about being the shining beacon of an example of a good trans person. If someone talks to you, talk back. Don't be rude. Be respectful. Be kind. If someone needs a hand, like I was at the bus stop today, and the gentleman who... who um, started talking to me. He was obviously hearing impaired. And I know sign language to enough um, ASL. I know a lot of ASL. And I know a lot of exact English. I am learning bit by bit my Auslan. So when I sign, it's like a hodgepodge of different words. But everybody tends to get it eventually. Um... But I took the time to say thank you and talk with the gentleman as much as I could in my signing because my Auslan is pretty doggone rough. But I took the time to introduce myself. We had a wonderful conversation. And it was fantastic. 
And I was just blown away. And you know what happened there? He might not know that I am a trans woman. He might. But when he got on that bus, he said, thank you. We waved by. You know, it was beautiful. I accomplished more in 15 minutes of waiting with that gentleman than I would have if I would have never acknowledged his existence. And I do that every day when I go to the grocery. I mean, not every day. Every time I go to the grocery store, I treat the clerks there with the utmost respect. More respect than you could ever imagine. If they are coming down the aisle with a big stocking trolley, I'll move out of the way. I don't let them move out of the way. I said, no, you're, you're bigger than me. You're going to run me over. Come on. You're ahead first. You're doing a hard work. And they all look at me. I'm like, no, seriously, come on. You, you, go, you go ahead and go through. And I'll let them go by me. And then I'll go. And I've had them say, thank you so much. And when I go with my kids, if there's a security guard, the security guards that are at my local shopping center at night all know me. They're really nice people. We've had conversations. They know I'm trans. They know that I care about my kids. And they even have started to get to know my kids' names. It's a matter of shining example. The more you shine, the less the darkness can surround you. And that's what I want to express to you. Shine. Be a light bulb. Be a candle. Or, and the coining another word, another singer, Shine like a diamond. <laughs> I freaking hate why. Why did I do that? But, you know, it, it's just a matter of being something that everyone can see. Being something that everyone can understand. Being more than just the average. You have the ability to make that choice. You have the functionality to actually be more than what others will expect. Be kind, be generous, be helpful. I'm going to end this here. I want to thank you once again for listening to the podcast today. Thank you for everything you're doing. And as we're coming to a close of this year, I will say it over and over again until the end year happens. But take good care of yourself. Take good care of yourself. If you need help, it's out there. If you need help immediately, you can call 000-911 or any of the emergency services. If you need to talk to someone, Crisis Line, Lifeline, Q-Life, Men's Line, Blue Door. There's so many services out there who want you to be okay. It's a difficult trek through that dark cavern made easier by good people who listen. Take the time. Make the call. Because I care about you. I want you to be here. I want you to have a good life too. We'll talk again later, and once again, thank you.